Every day, I wake up and I am questioning whether my sleep was good enough. Like this tailspin of doubt that I'm getting the correct amount of sleep every night. Got this um, thing called a whoop strap, which I use for fitness as well as sleep management and monitoring. So I'm trying to figure out why the fuck am I so tired in the day sometimes. I know that I'm sleeping lightly. I know that I'm tossing and turning and rolling around all throughout the night, waking up multiple times. Not like completely, but enough to know that I'm moving to then fall back asleep. I feel like I'm an insane person. Although I do feel like I'm getting more rest now that I'm monitoring it. I got a new bed. I got a koala mattress. I'm kind of throwing down to fix this because I feel like it's one of the gaps in my, you know, sort of completeness as a human formed person, humanoid as a humanoid. I don't know. Anyways, we need rest. I need my REM. I got to figure that out. Um, some, I know when I'm getting it now and I know how I feel. It's like a, I'm like a junkie for some REM. It's pretty, pretty messed up. It's kind of a weird way to think about REM sleep, being a junkie for it. Look, it's food for thought. That's uh, That one I give to you for free. That was my uh, sleep. Get it. Do it. Get your REM. It's the best part of it. You're not going to get it all night, but you're going to go in and out of it. I'm learning a lot about it. Um, and if you're interested in hearing more about a whoop strap, ask me about it. It's pretty cool. It's more fitness-oriented. It's a combination of things. Um, but, uh, you know, it's the thing I wear around. I look like a weirdo with two different wrist straps, an Apple watch and a whoop strap, but I don't give a shit. Um, but here we are food for thought. This is uh, number 16. Man, I'll tell you what I saw in my stats is going bananas. I don't know who's listening. Um, so I'm starting to put some tracking in to see what the heck's going on. My, uh, SoundCloud stats are retarded. Uh, so I've now put something else in place to see what's, what's happening. I might circulate a survey, to uh, anyone who's listening, uh, well, out on my socials, so that anyone that's listening can go and you know give me some info. But uh, nevertheless, yeah, they kind of blew up the last three days. I don't really know what's going on. Uh, good to see. Hey, thanks everybody. Um, maybe you don't listen to this. Maybe you do. Uh, maybe you only listen to the interviews. We've got unplug yourself, the specific interview one, and then food for thought, which is the bite size little tasters. So um, you know, this week, uh, you know, I've, I've kind of had some stuff going on. Nothing major. Just the brain is firing a million miles an hour. It's like happening up there, you know. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just lots of lots of dialogue, lots of me talking about stuff in my head. Uh, and the reason I mentioned that I'm talking in my head, that I have a monologue, that I'm going through a sort of uh, a narrative, an internal narrative, is that I don't know if you caught, but I did catch the Twitter post that uh, kind of said that some people have uh, a narrative, internal narrative, and some people do not. But the big surprising point was is that uh, you would never have known that anybody else was any other any other way, because it's a, it's a totally internal situation that's going on. Like if on so many levels, I love this, uh, mainly because uh, it's shocking. Uh, you know, it makes you really think about stuff, and you know, it's shocking also because my entire assumption around this podcast has to do with the fact that everybody has an internal monologue they're dealing with. Uh, so it could be that you know I. Um, most people don't get it, and that might explain a lot. Um, but uh, it actually doesn't say that you don't have, you're not able to form anything. It's just that the difference is some people have a inter- internal narrative where they run in sentences, and some people think in abstract thoughts that get translated into, um, you know, sort of a narrative in itself. Um, but nevertheless, uh, it's uh, you know, it, it's a shocker, right? And uh, it's it's weird to think about that. 
you know, up until this point in time, no one had really raised that on a grand scale. It was a tweet that kind of blew up and went viral. That's the kind of viral I like, you know, something that actually makes you think about shit. It works the brain, um, you know, but they got me thinking more about, you know, kind of how we operate. You know, maybe it explains a lot about how people deal with the world, with the world around them, right? You know, like for me, I'm uh, I'm obviously on the sentence side of things. I talk in sentences. It's in my mind. I, I talk to myself in my mind. I've in fully formed sentences. Um, you know, I'm not saying that everything is. It's not like oh, I'm going to walk down the stairs. Stair one, stair two, stair three. But you know, I definitely self talk. Like that's a thing. Hence why I started this whole thing, an insanely biased thing. Obviously, you know that I'm now finding out. Um, you know, but it also explains like how people process, right? And so if you are like myself and you self-talk, um, and then if you're not like me and you do this, um, abstract thinking to then, you know, go through your stuff, you know, explains how people, you know, kind of operate and how maybe why you get disconnects with people. You know, if I'm trying to explain something to someone and they don't get me, I'm explaining it from my internal perspective of how I would explain it to myself almost, you know? So, you know, it's weird to think that some people may not be able to engage with what I'm saying and, and also explains why maybe people don't engage. Some people don't engage with what I'm saying. You know, it kind of makes me feel more well-rounded to know that, you know, there's there's another way to to deal with it. I've always thought about explaining things both from a left and right brain perspective, you know, um, you know, and, and ensuring that people both can read and also see a thing. Um, so that's always been factored into the way that I coach or talk or whatever. But it, you know, it does it, it does uh, present the, um, you know, the sort of opportunity for us to be better at communicating and better at understanding each other. Um, you know, so it's nice. It's a nice little thing. It's it's good uh, to kind of be challenged, you know, like that with an unknown, a complete left field new fact that we all possibly are idiots walking around just assuming we know everything. Too smart for our own good. We don't know shit. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. Uh, I liked it. I hope you do too. I posted the tweet uh, in the notes. You can go check it out. Um, you know, if anything, it came up like in multiple things in my feeds. So yeah, I'm sure it's out there and you all know about it at this point. But if you don't, it's uh, it's worth kind of reading some news about it, digging into it. It's good fun. The other thing that's been kind of bad, bad. I've been battling with. You know, has to do with this entire experience in the podcast and really my incredible amount of imposter syndrome that I've been, you know, battling. And I've decided, you know, kind of, you know, very recently, I need to deal with this. Um, not because, uh, you know, I am in fear or anything. Uh, not because, uh, I guess, it's one of those things where I am scared, but there's, you know, there are things in there. Um, but mainly because, you know, I tell people to deal with their imposter syndrome, you know, uh, that I had had a conversation with one of my great friends about, you know, stuff he's going through with uh, some career changes. And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I had to ask him if he was feeling imposter syndrome, you know, I, I live in a world where, you know, I also, uh, have imposter syndrome and I have to deal with that. Um, you know, so I've never been very active in, in sort of taking my opinions online. And so today I set myself a challenge to find something that I could engage with and write a response to it. Generally speaking, I, I, I look at groups and communities in Reddit. So I went into the emotional intelligence group and there was a post that was interesting to me. So I decided to engage with it as a way to put my brand of crazy on the internet and see what happens. 
I got one karma like. One person liked it. Yay! Uh, but the post was really centered around how someone was dealing with negativity, their emotions, and and how they've shifted away from, you know, sort of crying to not crying and what that meant to them and how they were taking that on. Um, you know, I posted the, I'll post the, the link for you in, in the show notes if you want to go and read what I said. But, you know, there's, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things. There's a lot of reasons I would jump into a situation like this to challenge my imposter syndrome. You know, like I said before, um, you know, it was, uh, you know, also part of to do with like a friend who kind of inspired me to do this in a weird way, or maybe they didn't know that, but, you know, off the back of me giving advice, it inspired me. And two, you know, it's a hard place to kind of lose a connection with your emotions. You know, I know that I've felt that way before where I question whether my emotions are actually being used or am I just completely using my logical or analytical brain to just process everything and move on like a robot. Um, you know, and I've had to kind of like re-engage at times and, and say, hey, you know, how do I feel about this and what are my emotions telling me? Um, because I kind of, you know, I don't, I'm not necessarily driven by my emotions, but, you know, I definitely feel my emotions. So it's, it's good to kind of go through that. Um, you know, so putting myself out there and kind of speaking to this person in that context kind of helped me jump over the barrier of, you know, all right, well, you know, what if you're wrong? What if you get called out? You know, all that sort of stuff. What if uh, someone gives you that sort of, you're an idiot, you know, uh, sort of thing. It's not stuff I like to deal with as such. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid to step in, but I don't like the idea that, you know, your opinions can just be so quickly shut down in the internet. It's, uh, I just don't know if I feel like it's my place in the world to do it. Um, you know, not, I mean, obviously the obvious imposter stuff is, is like, you know, I don't, I'm not certified in any of this stuff. I'm a total amateur. Uh, I don't have any form of education here to back me into this other than electives I took in art school, which don't mean shit, to be honest. Um, this is literally just me and my amateur view of the world providing my view of how to handle life. Um, you know, so, so the idea that I could be wrong is, you know, I guess it's there, but you know, the fact that somebody could shoot me down and, and, you know, really prove that I'm a complete and utter idiot, you know, really would just, uh, rip the romance right out from underneath me with this whole podcast. And really, I mean, for lack of better description, shake the foundations of everything I believe in. So that in and itself is, is a pretty big moment to kind of go, you know, fuck this, I guess I'm going to do it. Um, but you know, I, I was pushed, you know, the conversation with my friend, you know, where I was asking, you know, why I was hesitant to do something or does he have imposter syndrome? You know, the, what, 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 what's holding you back? You know, he actually called out that, you know, he was, it felt like a demotion that it, you know, that it wasn't match for match for what he believed he was. And it was quite lower than what he was willing to concede he was. And perhaps it was that stark realization. He maybe wasn't as good as he was kind of idea. And it's all a blend of these things kind of was inspiring to think about because, you know, my, my feedback to him was, well, but this is the moment at which you then can rebuild yourself uh, back up into the full Pokemon. Now, he disagreed. He said it was a Voltron thing. I don't know if I agree with that. For me, evolution is more Pokemon. Voltron's just a bunch of cat robots that combine to become better. He's not. He's only one person. He's not multiple cats. Anyways, we, I agree to disagree with his analogy, or with his version of the analogy. My analogy was my own. Um, you know, if you think about the little, po the little Pokemon that you start with that turns into the big Pokemon, I mean, that's what it was. Um, but that in itself is an opportunity to evolve and become better. Right. And that was kind of what I was saying. Like, this is you become everything you ever wanted to be. No one can question it. Um, you know, so that that was motivating to me to kind of step 
out from behind the curtain and, and have that similar experience happen to myself. So, you know, luckily that's the way I decided to move and I put it out there. So, you know, whatever it is out there now and we'll see how much love or hate I get. And, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's recalibrate. If somebody knocks me down a, a thousand pegs, I'll just build myself back up. I mean, that's, that's going to help me recalibrate where I am in the world and all this. And, you know, that's what it is. Um, the other reason is, is I'm reading the book, everything is fucked, the sequel or the, another book. And I guess it post, um, the subtle art to not giving a fuck. And, um, it's about hope. And, you know, one of the things I'm realizing is that, I, you know, question the hope thing, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I don't have a lot of that bigger hope stuff, you know, I have happiness and I, you know, I hope for the best in a lot of things, but my personal connection to being hopeful that things will work out is very different and, um, you know, to the point where my realism and almost nihilistic view is, is disruptive to me and what I'm trying to achieve, so... I've decided that, you know, in order to figure out what I'm going to get from all of this podcast stuff and all of these theories and me potentially writing a book and all this sort of stuff means that I got to have a little bit more hope in my routine that I can get through this, which might help drag me forward out of my imposterism syndrome and uh, make it uh, all that much better. Uh, you know, so really, you know, I just need to get out of my own way mentally and start going for it. And so that's kind of part of the pattern now you know, is to uh, look for things to engage with and, you know, build a little bit of credibility up or personal credibility. I don't think it'll ever be any th anything more than that, but I don't know. I guess I haven't really thought about it uh, beyond that bit. It's just about getting into the habit of um, not worrying, I guess, about that. Chinks in the armor, people. I'm just a human like all of you. I suffer too, and that's cool. I I'm fine with suffering. Uh, I just don't want to suffer for too long. Um, so, you know, that's, that's really, yeah, that's, you know, like, uh, kind of where I'm at, what I'm doing a little bit of a thing around, you know, maybe, maybe we all need to step out from behind that curtain. Maybe we all need a little bit more hope in our lives. Maybe we all need to reach out and not worry what anybody's going to think and help somebody else. You know, maybe we all don't really understand each other anyways, because our brains aren't wired the same way anyways. You know, maybe there's so many other explanations behind our little smart walls of the Internet that uh, we think we're safe behind. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's something to think about nonetheless. And, uh, you know, I really just uh, hope that you've enjoyed this moment that we shared, this time where we, uh, you know, kind of talked it out, you know. Mainly I did the talking. But um, but I'm good for that because that's podcasting, apparently. A lot of talking. That's what I do. Although I'm writing more. So I'm writing to get the thinking going and these food for thought so they're a little bit more organized. Although there's a little slight disconnect. Sometimes I forget my tra the track and the train of what I'm doing and it kind of falls off and I run over cars and then all of a sudden everybody's screaming at me in my mind and I'm like, oh, Jesus, what's happening? You know, did I kill anybody? Uh, then I realized that it's just me talking and it doesn't really matter. I didn't kill anybody. It's all good. <laughs> I'm going to leave now before I absolutely lose my mind. I appreciate it, people. I don't know what the spike of uh, interest is. I hope maybe it's bots. I don't know if bots exist in podcast analytics, um, but it feels weird that I've got some interest in the podcast. Uh, but I hope it's all the positive kind, that uh, people are interested in what I have to say and that this crazy bastard can keep on moving forward with it. 
I hope you have a great day, evening, morning, whenever, whatever's happening next for you. It is what you want it to be. You make the most of it. And if you are in a stuck spot, ask for friends to help you. Uh, Reach out. Don't be afraid to speak your truth. Talk to the people around you. It'll help you move forward. And, uh, and if you feel like an imposter, buckle in and get the fuck in, uh, get forward. Buckle in and get the fuck in. Joe, what are you saying? If you're an imposter, buckle up and drive that car out of the house because this analogy has gone to shit. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.